Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> It's going well. We're already mocking our hellos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How else would we start an episode? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Dick Fate, our barbarian. And I feel um, last week was very much the uh, learn how to talk to your barbarian episode. You have to... Yeah couch everything with the idea that he agrees with, and then just point him in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> How to handle him. That's the one, yeah. Slow it down, stop using long words. Tommy oh. needs to, you know, cut back on the word of the week. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just, just, just nice and simple. He's a hero. This is the heroic thing to do. Exactly. We must, we, we must heroically retreat now. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last 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 week was interesting. I think you guys got to bond a little bit more. I think you got to, you know, get to know this. It's hard to describe him as an old foe or an old friend. It's like a a brief acquaintance who attacked you. Is that how we refer to Dick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, he, you know, in fairness, he was he was under the influence, so. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, that wouldn't hand, like hold up in court. Just because you're drunk or inebriated doesn't mean that you didn't do the uh, fucking was, crime. It was a different kind of influence. Give, give him credit. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> mind control might hold up in like magical court, you know. Well, I mean, we can take Dick to magical court and uh, trial <laughs> this out. We can do a, a, a trial episode. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Funnily enough, so am I. Let's do it. All the truth. Oh, yes, perfect. We can throw in all those tasty, like trial episode slash um, trial movie memes that we've got uh, got going on. That'd be perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it would be funny. I mean, well, I don't know. Let's see how um, how Emmerich reacts if he has yeah. any recollection. Well, yeah, I mean, Emmerich, uh, Emmerich remembers quite a bit, actually. But we'll get to that. <laughs> well, um, so, so last week, yeah, you guys got to know each other a little bit better, and you briefly returned to the Shimmering River camp to kind of show Dick just what went down there. And you saw the place had been heavily damaged. The orcs have left. Presumably a chunk of gnolls got killed in the, uh, the bombardment, but there's still quite a few around. There's still some demons around. The demons are pretty hardy, let's be fair here. But above all of that, it seems this little escapade caught the attention of the powers that be, namely an Ultraloth, one of the uh, higher-ranking Yugoloths that you've ever seen. In fact, the highest-ranking Yugoloth there is. And the Nightmare Man himself, Melkorak, decided to pay a visit to his subordinates to find out just what the fuck they're playing at. <laughs> and he was not pleased. <laughs> as he did something to Menderax that basically paralyzed him and had him bleeding out on the floor, and then had the Eater devour him. What's happened to Menderax after that, you can only guess. But he, he was not happy, and that little display of force was all you guys needed to be like, you know what, 
maybe going down there is not the best idea. <laughs> yeah, heroes, heroes run away. Heroes know when to run away. Her- heroes live to fight another day. Braves of fate run away. Yes. <laughs> They're taking after Rogar in his footsteps. <laughs> well, Rogar taught you all something. Sometimes he... you don't challenge the boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Valuable, Only sometimes, though. Valuable lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So leaving there, you decided to start working your way back. And throughout all of this, uh, it took five days with uh, a bit of exhaustion on uh, Dick Fate's part, which uh, slowed you guys down as he realized that. Despite trying to be vigilant for evil, vigilance comes at a bit of a price, unfortunately, and your body can only take so much when you're traveling. But during all that time, actually, Solaro wasn't doing too well either. She had that uh, memory, dream, whatever it was at the start of the last episode, and it's left some sort of impact on her, or whatever she's suffering from has simply gone to a new level. You don't know, but it's been five days and she hasn't gotten any better. She still looks very pale very weak. She's not in a great spot, so you made as much haste as you could to get back to Blackfrost Fortress. Finally, you got home, and in a positive uh, a positive side of things for once, um, it looked a bit more guarded than it was when you left. It seems your investments of coin must have been paying off. Have that or you got invaded in the meantime, who knows. But hopefully, these are your guards. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, you saw a few more people actually manning the ramparts and uh, pointing bows and arrows down at you as they uh, let you in, and you started to make your way back towards your castle, the inner keep. And upon doing so, I mean, Emmerich came out to welcome you all. Emmerich and uh, the, the, gar- the captain of the guard, Andrew. And upon seeing Mr. Dick Fate and Mr. Dick Fate seeing Emmerich, our new half-orc friend kind of collapsed to his knees, screaming. And that's where we left off. And yeah, fun times were all involved. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting on my Asda delivery. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> Where's true. the driver? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you ordered a good few health potions, didn't you? I, think. I did. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, I mean, fingers crossed with the guard with the new guards here. Hopefully, that means your traders are back as well. That'd be sweet. That's true. I, I was going to say, yeah, we we missed our delivery slot. We were out at the time, so. <laughs> <laughs> it went back to the depot. That's bullshit. We'll, 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 we'll find out. Some, someone might have been nice and signed for it for us. So. Oh, right. It's we'll gone to a neighbour, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. Dick's having a moment. Yeah. So let's. I mean, let's pick up there then. So, Dick, you're walking into this new location, place you've never been before. You're seeing these citizens, you're seeing a few guards. This looks like a nice little settlement. These people are clearly trying to get on with their lives in this new place. I mean, I assume uh, Sophia and Tommy have kind of filled you in a little bit about this whole situation, that this is their new home and they've been sheltering refugees and things like that. And they're trying to provide a place of protection for these people, which I would think speaks to your uh, personal sensibilities protecting yep. the weak and so on yep so yep. you were probably qu- yeah so you were probably quite excited to get here and as you were approaching what hey, maybe actually is your new home you don't know you see someone approaching you from inside in fact you see two people both of them wearing plate armor one of them looking wearing quite a uh, quite brutal looking black plate armor but uh, he seems to greet your friends with a big wide smile that's just a little bit goofy and you get the impression maybe he's not some 
evil despot who rules this uh, yeah. fortress in their stead. Um, and then you see another man, a, a tall, broad-shouldered gentleman who, as he starts to get closer, you recognize the face of Emmerich and a whole flood of memories start to wash over you and you scream and drop to your knees as much as you try to bite back these thoughts. And as you blink, the world around you changes. Dick, you've been listening to Samuel Crenn and Emmerich argue back and forth for nearly an hour now. The council meeting ended in quite a tense moment between the two, and now that the nobles have left, the situation has really only escalated. You dare to question my orders, you insolent, jumped-up, pitiful fool! You can barely comprehend my plans, yet you think yourself capable of defying me? Emmerich shakes his head in frustration and kind of rubs his temple in that sort of nervous manner you've noticed he's doing quite a lot these days. I defy you when you speak not but madness. You go on and on about plans and stars and crowns and always with the Dragonborn. I don't understand what the lad has done to deserve all of this. Rogar has... Kren turns on Emmerich and cuts him off with a sudden outburst of rage. Don't you dare speak that traitor's name in my presence. All I am surrounded by are fools and traitors and dissidents who wish to usurp my rule. I am in command here. I am king. King. Meriden has no king. You were placed in charge by the will of the council. Your position is not some divine right. Just because you demand it, I will not slaughter innocence. The light in the room begins to dim and take on a yellow hue. Whispers echo around the chamber as Kren begins to grip his face. Kren's dialogue begins to devolve into just mad mutterings as a pallid white mask begins to partially form across his face. Dick, you feel a compulsion, an impulse to violently strike out, and before you know it, your longsword is in your hand. You swing the flat of the blade towards Emmerich. The heavy crunch of the metal hitting the side of his jaw sends the large guard captain tumbling to the ground, the unexpected assault rendering him unconscious. That's better. No more prattling on from him. Lock him in the dungeon and return to me. Make sure no one sees you. We have much to discuss. Kren places his hand upon your shoulder and you stare at that mask and the jagged crown that's starting to slowly pierce through Kren's skin. It feels familiar and terrifying, yet you can't look away. This is your place, as it was always meant to be. He is your king, and you must serve. While you're being treated to this part of your memory you'd prefer to lock away, obviously the rest of the group see Dick drop to his knees, 
as Emmerich is approaching, and you, you notice that Emmerich is actually pulling out his sword, which is a little surprising, but before any of you can really react, Tommy, your head feels a sudden sharp pain, and as you start to take a step forward, maybe just to ask Emmerich what's going on, you blink, and you see the banners of the King in Yellow are suddenly hanging from every building. Its symbol, the yellow sign, is emblazoned over the doors of every home and even over your own castle. You look at Dick Fate and you see him covered in the king's symbol, carved into every inch of his flesh. The wounds look old, but you've never seen them before in all these days of travel together. And you hear the sweet yet sickening music of Carcosa worm its way into your mind. You feel that pull to pick up your mask and play the stranger once more. Strings that you know were severed, yet you feel them almost like phantom limbs. You wonder if Dick is sharing this experience with you, whether he was also given a role in the King's Twisted Play. There's a shared moment of understanding as you watch Dick grunt and stifle another pained scream. Both of you were puppets to be used and discarded when the time came, yet you bear scars too deep ever to really be healed. And Tommy, as you look down at your own hands, those two are now covered in the yellow sign. You know there's a part of you that you also try to ignore, a part that whispers to you in the dark of night, a part that actually wishes to go back and take up your role once more. Try and blink and shake it off as much as I can. Just, I don't want to see what I'm saying, but I can't stop fighting back against that urge that, like, like Tommy has, like Tommy did, managed to do, but it's still there. Yeah. Dick, it takes a few moments. You don't really know how much time has passed, but you open your eyes and you're on your knees just on this stone and dirt paving in the middle of this settlement and you see Guard Captain Emmerich actually approaching you with his sword drawn. You are obviously still feeling the effects of travel, the exhaustion, everything, and all these memories that are trying to push their way to the forefront of your mind that you'd really just prefer to forget about and never think about again. You start to pick out words. Emmerich is shouting towards Tommy, Sophia, Solara, R4. You hear, be careful of this one. I don't know if you know who he is, but he is a traitor. He tried to take my life from me. Have I noticed that Tommy's also like, uh, is Tommy on his knees or not? Tommy stood there. He's just sort of staring at his hands at the moment. In fact, if you look over at him, he's quieter than you. You'd expect him to sort of already be talking and trying to explain things. But in this little moment, you see he's actually a little bit pale himself. And he's just sort of staring down at his hands like like he can see something that's not there. Or at least that you can't see. Right. And Dick could just be like, No! Traitor, no! No! And, um... Yeah, just... Uh, Dick could look like he's almost clawing at his face. You know, he's trying to... Uh, you know, he's it, almost he's not paying attention to what Emmerich's saying. Uh, you know, he's, he's heard a few of the words, but, you know... And, but he's not, you know, it's it. But he's not. He's not 
physically trying to do anything to stop Emmerich. He's just focused on trying to fight his way out of this memory almost. Hmm. I mean, I think with the, the person with the most cognizance of the situation right now is probably Sophia. And I mean, Emmerich will spot that Tommy isn't really replying to him at the moment. So he looks more towards you. And you see with Emmerich pulling his sword, Captain Andrews actually pulled his as well. And there are a few guards who you see look new, um, start approaching, weapons drawn as well. Like, this seems to be a situation that's escalating as Emmerich looks to you, Sophia, and just goes, Sophia, be careful. Get back from this fiend. Nope. Hold your horses. This poor man, I guess, is confused. He's just in search of some help. Guys, can we just go inside and we'll talk it over? You can tell us what you know. He'll tell you his side. He's been trustworthy so far. Do me a persuasion. (laughs) I wish I could be more help. I'm still staring at my hands. Yeah. (laughs) Twelve? Twelve. Emmerich doesn't advance any closer, and he doesn't put his sword away, but he looks at you, Sophie, and goes, in need of help. Do you not know who this man is? He's a murderer. He was Kren's right-hand man. So says the man that was Kren's right-hand man. I took no part in anything. Everything you blame me for, this man committed. So says you. We don't know the truth of it. No, I said stand down. (sighs) He lowers his sword a little, but he's not really taking his weapon away from... uh, He's not putting it away. Let's put it that way. He nods and goes, Fine. Let's talk about this inside. But do not trust this creature. Fair enough. Tommy, you okay, mate? Uh, sorry, just... Uh, um, um, Tommy's kind of blinking and shaking his head a bit. Does he... Is the, what do you see sort of start to disappear? Yeah, after a few moments of you just being kind of out of it. The banners start to just fade, and that symbol, though it's it's almost when you blink, you can still see it, but it's starting to fade from all the buildings and from your own hands. Uh, uh yeah, just uh, sorry, um, sorry, I zoned out for a moment there. What's uh, what's going on? Trying to make sure that no blood is spilt. Uh, okay, we're 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 home, aren't we? Who's gonna spill anybody's fucking blood? Emmerich and fake Emmerich. Oh, uh, this is... Yeah, this is about... Right, okay, okay. Yeah. Let's just all go um, inside. That makes sense. Look, he's a... Uh, look, Emmerich, mate, you, you know me. He's, this dick guy is... There's more to his story, I think. It's not... It's not as you think. Uh, but look, yeah, let's 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 get inside. Uh, it's been a... Been a bit of a hell of a trip. Uh, we've got a lot to... Uh, a lot to tell. I was like, I imagine that Dick is probably still in a lot of pain. <laughs> How much exhaustion are you on? Uh, if we said I had one day's sleep, that would leave me at two points. And what kind of effects are you feeling? Uh, disadvantage on all saving throws and attack rolls, is that? Um, level two is disadvantage on ability checks and your speed is halved. There you okay, go. so yeah, I mean, I'll be like, look at him. He's barely slept. He's on his last legs. He keeps talking about Montel. I mean, I mean, come on. Let's just let's get him in. He's not going anywhere. I'm gonna go slap Dick on on the back and just be like, 
Come on, old son. Uh, let's get you inside, and we'll uh, we'll square this away with uh, with Emmerich, uh, real, real Emmerich, that is. And uh, yeah, we'll all uh, all calm down and yeah, explain the situation. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll kind of head into the. I assume do we say the great hall we're going into, or? Yeah, I mean, if you're letting Emmerich lead, that's where he'll kind of take you guys back to. Okay. R4 will come over and kind of help Dick up as well, give him a robotic shoulder to lean on. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's, that will probably be required. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I mean, if Emmerich's leading the way, he, Andrew, and you notice like four of your new guards come with you as you get led into the Great Hall. You see Jules is in there as well, who just seems to be sat at a table going through some work. Uh, she stands up sort of quite excited to see you all back, kind of wide smile across her uh, across her face and then sort of reads the situation quite quickly and is quite confused. Um, it's good to see you all again. Um, is, is something the matter? What's going on? Uh, look, uh... Yes, it's great to see you too, Jules, and it's nice to see we've got um, a few more guards about the place as well. Uh, look, slight, um, slight hiccup. Uh, turns out we've brought a gentleman back with us who may have been pretending to be Emmerich, or rather being Emmerich. Uh, it's a little bit of a long story, but we'll, we'll fill you in later. Suffice to say, uh, real Emmerich is not best pleased to see fake Emmerich's return, as it were. It's not very clear, mate. Like, no, I mean, uh, to, to, to be honest, uh, yeah, this is uh, some fucking uh, coronation shit, shit stuff going on here. So, coronation street shit. So, just like, yeah, we'll fill you in later, all right? <laughs> Do you actually tell her it's coronation street shit? Because she's not going to know what coronation street is. <laughs> you assume. <laughs> Well, no. Um, I, 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 they, I, I they get that all the time in the underdark. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll just kind of fill, fill her in and basically, yeah. That's that's the sitch. We'll chat later about the fort and stuff. Um, right now, we need to square a few things away. Just, just, just um, settle the air a little bit. Wait, Mick. Before before we do anything else, have you seen Martin? Or Lysandra, or what's her name? Or a giant dragon that looks like um, Roga. Um. No, um, <laughs> oh, what was her name? I want to say Jenny. Jess. 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 Um, yeah. If you're asking about them, Emmerich nods and goes, Yes, we have much to discuss, but I think this matter is the most important right now. I'll get to the rest afterwards. Um, Jules sort of nods kind of taking a cue from that and your uh drow castellian uh sort of motions that you all kind of sit around the large table that's in the great hall kind of your general meeting table as you would be and uh start to hash this out a little bit as emmerich's sitting down he goes it is not merely that he took my name it's what he did with it i don't know if any of you really understand the extent of his crimes in fact speaking of his crimes where is rogar yeah. So, um, well, first of all, as we understand it, Dick's mind was not, well, this, this gentleman here who was pretending to be you, um, you're not mistaken in that regard. His mind was not his own at the time. Now, I have a little bit of experience of that. So, yes, we will talk about that. 
Rogar. Rogar fell at the camp. But he got back up again. Martin was... Well, he made Martin aware of this pretty, pretty sharpish. We didn't see him fall. And there's a little bit more to, uh, to fill you in. Suffice to say, our sneaky infiltration mission was rather... Didn't quite go to plan, not for lack of trial on our part, but because our friend Rogar had other plans in the camp. And this is going to sound a little bit out of left field, but he decided to duel a devil. Well, oh, Hell Knight, uh, Not dude. just any devil, um, a, a, the Hell Knight Karnak. Now, that's a lot to unpack right now, so let's just, let's just focus... <laughs> Let's just focus on our new colleague, Dick Fate here, who, as I say, we've we've invited him back largely because he gave us a hand in a sticky situation. But we are well aware of who he once was. Funnily enough, with a natural 20 on his history check, Emmerich kind of looks at you and goes, Karnak. Karnak's been dead for centuries. What? Well... <laughs> he's back uh, <laughs> and he looks and I, like Anseer do you remember Anseer did you ever meet Anseer I don't think he met Anseer oh damn it suffice to say you know you know when you just feel like the universe is fucking with you I'm sure you probably had some time to dwell on that while you were in um, in the dungeons yeah <laughs> well a friend of ours who died uh Body has been taken by the Hell Knight Karnak. He's come back. He's killed Rogar, we assume. Or it was part of Rogar's plan. I mean, just like, there's a lot to unpack here, right? (laughs) (laughs) It might might help. It might help if we park the dick situation for a moment. We'll put it into perspective in the grander events that have happened. And you'll see that uh, this gentleman here comes across in rather a positive light in the latter events of uh, said actions, as <laughs> yeah, it were. butchering this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tommy trying to explain, all right? Is <laughs> it Tommy or is it you? No, it's Tommy. Am I, like, am I still like screaming in pain or am I like in the I'm, room I'm, again? I'm assuming I'm assuming whimpering. <laughs> I'm in the room. Yeah. So, and and what we'll do is we'll, 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 I, I guess I guess if if we're happy, I mean I'm, I I am butchering this rather deliberately because hopefully everyone listening has already actually heard those episodes. You don't need a, a proper recap on it. But what what I will do is if if we're happy, Tommy will launch into a somewhat rambling um, take on the events at the camp. I'm going to sleep through it. Jules uh, listens in, but uh, some of the historical context she doesn't really have any uh, connection to. Um, Emmerich kind of raises his eyebrows during most of this, and at the end he goes, So, you're telling me that a paladin warlord who's been dead for over a hundred years came back to life in your dead friend's body, dueled your other friend and killed him, and stole his sword? You see, when, when you put it like that, it sounds a little far-fetched. I'll give you that. 
you got to like focus high on, fantasy to me. You, you got to focus on the positive parts of the story. See, the orcs and gnolls not going to be bothering us anymore. <laughs> well, I see this mission great success. Um, the other parts not so much. Well, look, so. <sighs> Yeah, orcs and gnolls, but maybe separately, or or right. and gnolls. Hang, can can I can I can I can I put can I put can I put recent events into some context for you, uh, Emmerich? And you've no reason to distrust us because let's be honest, we've been working together since you were your boss came back from an expedition completely insane, through had you thrown in the dungeon by this gentleman here but we'll gloss over that part of the moment i rescue from you from the dungeon we managed to liberate the city and then fucking angels came <laughs> the, the city was being destroyed we escaped now there's a fucking dome over varadin i mean realistically is this the most out there thing that's happened in the last month i'm uh, <laughs> uh, nods a little bit and goes i i appreciate that I have borne witness to many things that I did not think were possible. And you're right, Tommy, I do trust you. I trust Sophia. I trust Solara. I trust even your little robotic friend there. All I'm saying is I don't trust this man because I've seen what he's capable of. I don't know whether he did everything via his own will or another's. All I know is what he did. And it is difficult not to focus upon that i'm gonna i think i think it might be good to kind of turn to um turn to dick and say that i am um, i think i might have noticed a somewhat kindred spirit in you um for a moment out there in the courtyard i i had a um an experience with the king in yellow inside my thoughts making me do and say things that weren't exactly what I wanted, or sometimes they were what I wanted, but I wouldn't have said it or I wouldn't have done it. Now, is that, I'm guessing what you had was worse than that. Am I right? Dick's going to be kind of like staring at you, like kind of knowingly, kind of like confused because Dick doesn't understand what happened. It Montel didn't necessarily explain it to him exactly what was going on. So Dick, uh, Dick, not really know. Dick fight dragon. Dick, uh, Dick like Kren. Dick, uh, Dick help Kren. Uh, Kren go burn. Yes. Uh, but Dick, uh, Dick be lost. I don't think. Uh, off. I don't think. He has much of a grasp of time, so I don't think we can ask him when he last remembers. But I have a feeling that during that period while he was under some kind of mind control. He, he, he there, he, he fight devil, he fight devil. Dick, Dick, go with Krent, Dick, save, Dick, Dick, save Krent, Dick, Dick, fight dragon. Two of us, two of us, two. Does this I, ring I, a I, bell, I, 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 kind of, I kind of look at Emmerich like, I don't know what he's on about. Yeah, Emmerich gives quite a sort of terse nod and goes we employed this man and two others one known as Toph who unfortunately lost her life and another known as Kurt Van Helsing who has claimed a bit of fame in more recent years 
You may be familiar with his oh. musical work. On that, Dick is going to bring out his triangle and ding it. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh, thank music God, man. at least it's not the banjo anymore. Music man. Yes. Dick like music man. Oh, man. Fucking vicious mockery, man. That's a track, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that Dick Van Helsing stuff sure is catchy. Although, to be honest, every time I hear it, I feel a bit ill. I'm not quite sure why. Yes, it's never quite been my taste either, but we employed the three of them as they were, well, making names for themselves, doing good deeds here and about, and we thought we could use the extra support. Kren, well, Kren had a mission he wanted to run, and we needed the backup. We brought them along and made our way to a dwarvish settlement known as Colfarum. When we got there, we found it under attack by demons. They also seemed to be looking for the same item Kren was looking for. He had been promised some artifact as part of a trade negotiation. You know, some token of diplomacy from the elves. Seems it had gone missing and wound up in this dwarvish settlement. We, we charged, fought our way through the demons and got inside. Myself, Barrett Pierce, who you're all familiar with, Kren and the three of them fought our way down to the vault. Unfortunately, Barrett and I got waylaid by another demon. I don't know exactly what happened in the chamber. All I know is that only, only Kren and Dick came out of there. I don't know. I don't know how Kurt got past us. I heard a few weeks later that he'd shown up in another city. He didn't respond to any messages we sent, so I was never able to find out exactly what he knew. And he looks at Dick and goes, you were always strangely tight-lipped about the whole situation. And then Crane would just brush it off, but he never... He never acted the same after that day. I don't know if it was the poisoning. I don't know if it's what happened down there. But something... Something changed him. Well, that's something that changed him. Very probably changed Dick as well. I mean, does Dick remember any of that? Does it come back to him? Weird reaction to any of that news? Uh, like, do you remember the yeah. dragon or? Well, I, I, I've kind of said a few. Well, yeah, Dick, Dick just say Dick fight dragon, Dick, Dick. Two of us, Dick, Kren, Fight Dragon. Kren, Kren, not so good. Kren, 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 uh, Kren, not very good. Kren, Kren, uh, sick. Uh, Dragon one cube, 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 melt, melt, elf guy. Um, Dick, Fight Dragon. And, um, and Kren, 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 read book. He read the book. Is that the book that we saw in? Kren, read book. Tommy, is that the book that Rogar had? Yeah, that's that's the book that I tried to grab. And then uh Yeah, Rogar decided to uh have it. You you read book? Where you found mm. book? You sure same book? Yeah, same book. Uh after we uh we had a bit of a scrap with you. Haha, <laughs> yes. Dick remember, Dick do well. Dick do well. Yay. Oh, oh I want Dick do well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, with this, uh, after our scrap, uh, I had a funny moment where um, 
felt very similar to uh, how you've, well, to how I could imagine perhaps you were feeling. And uh, yeah, I decided to, uh, I really wanted to read the book. I don't really recall why. Just had an urge to read the book. And uh, yeah, Rogar stopped me and then took the book for himself and read it himself because he's a uh, cunt. Um, (laughs) 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 Sake. (laughs) You can't say anything. You don't know him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, uh, that would be the same book. Uh, it didn't really seem to affect Rogar that much, but I have a feeling that might be because he was already affected, just in general. <laughs> so, yeah. Emmerich sort of nods at that as long as, I will admit, the Rogar I knew who travelled with you was very different to the one I remember coming to the palace. Honestly, I always thought it was... I just thought it was his vengeance consuming him, but... If you also claim to have been affected by this book, and... I um, yeah, there was a uh, appears to be uh, more to Rogar than uh, perhaps we've let on as well, and perhaps we uh, we blinded ourselves a little bit to it because while he'd been our our ally, our sometimes friend, certainly our companion, and maybe we didn't really want to see what um what was going on there, but. I don't, I don't think unless he's playing the um, unless he's playing dumb and doing a very good job of it. I don't think uh, Dick here is uh, Tommy's word of the week duplicitous enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's. Uh, oh, Emmerich's hopefully going to understand. Um, <laughs> I, don't he's, I don't think he's got it in him to uh, to Connors. Dick is looking at you like you are a fool because Dick doesn't believe that's a word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dick or you? I know it's a word. (laughs) (laughs) I heard it somewhere before. Um, Yeah. yeah, So, so that's that. So yeah, I I don't think he's conning us. I don't think he, I don't think he's uh, in, in, in the nicest way possible and in a way that I'm trying not to offend Dick by using a longer word than he can understand. I'm trying not to say he's too stupid, but come on. He <laughs> seems from what we've seen so far, he's, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Do me. Um, I'll say, do me a persuasion check with advantage, Tommy. Okay. Uh, a nine. <laughs> well, thank you nine. for the advantage, but um, that was, yeah, <laughs> I, I perhaps didn't do the best there. <laughs> you see that, I mean, you know Emmerich trusts you, and you see that there's a degree to which he act, he does want to believe you, but you can also see that he's very angry, and I, he's been angry at Dick for a long time, and he's not really had any ability to do anything with it, so he doesn't, he still doesn't really trust Dick, and he looks at the half-orc, and stares at him for a few moments and goes, all these claims of not knowing what you were doing, not remembering things. Are you telling me you've forgotten what you did? What you did to Rogar's clan? Uh, does that bark anything? I'll say this, at this point in time, do you want to remember? Do you, are you, yeah, I mean, (laughs) 
it, it's it's blocked away for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, when he asks you directly, there's that same smell comes back to you from the from your dreams when you're forced to go to sleep. That that smell of burnt flesh, and it's almost like the lighting in the room changes just for you. You see dancing shadows and flickering lights from flames. But you you shake your head and kind of bunch your eyes closed and just refuse. No, you don't remember. You don't you don't remember what you did, and you hope you never do. Whether you're lying to yourself is up to you, though. <laughs> Look, don't. Uh, fair enough. Right? I can I can appreciate that. I if I had some guy wearing my face uh, and did a bunch of fucking war crimes, I'd be I'd probably feel the same as you do, Emmerich. But I'm not asking you to trust him. I mean, I don't. I know he. Um, I know he fought with us. I know he didn't ask for anything, and he seems genuine to me. Look, I'm not asking you to trust him as of yet. Let him. Let him prove his worth. That's all I'm asking. Let him stay here for a while. He's going to help us with our next steps, which unfortunately, I think, may involve Rogar as well. Or something that once was Rogar. Emmerich um, sort of breaks his stare at uh, Mr. Fate for just a second to kind of flash you a look, Tommy, and then goes back to looking at him and says, You're right, I don't trust you at all. And you've done nothing to ever earn that trust. At least not yet. <sighs> don't expect any forgiveness from me. And don't expect that I won't have my eye on you. If these... Fine people wish to keep you around that I won't argue, but know that I'm watching you. If you misstep, if I see anything, I'll execute you in front of this whole settlement. I suppose since it kind of sounds like Emirates giving me a bit of a stink eye. Mm. <laughs> <So> oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Dick being Dick, uh, I'm going to give him the stink eye back, but Dick's just going to be like, it sounds... Like you like looking a dick. I'm just gonna leave it. At that. <laughs> and I, I'll just, just, just to kind of cut through the tension just once more um, <laughs> before Emmerich um, decides potentially to rise to that bait. Um, I was gonna say, <laughs> look, Emmerich, when I found you in the dungeon, you asked me to trust you. You said that those crimes we thought you committed, weren't you? And I didn't maybe maybe didn't trust you straight away, but I took I gave you the benefit of the doubt. So all I'm asking is you do that for us, for Dick, and I think your terms are perfectly reasonable. I don't think he's going to step out of line, and if he does, then perhaps yeah, perhaps you're right. But we'll see how he gets on. All right. Mm-hmm. Is at this point Dick's going to stand up like Dick board now. Can we yeah, can we get some uh, can we get some drinks and can we uh can you got you fill us in on what's been going on in the uh in the fortress since we left? I was, I've noticed that the uh there seems to be a few more guards about the place now, which is good. Yeah. Emmerich uh, nods. He's still he's clearly not happy, but he's happy to move on from this topic and Jules signals um, one of the people who's now working in the castle to start bringing over a few refreshments as obviously you guys have been uh, weary yeah. from traveling and probably want decent food and drink and all that so you start to uh, get a bit of the comforts of home. This is more like, 
after after that person has served everybody else with whatever refreshments, Dick is going to put his arm round whoever it may be. And say, you, you, you go. Leave me to bar. Dick one beer. Um, I I can bring you a beer. Uh, I don't think we have a bar in the castle. Dick, come with you. Dick, find beer too. Dick, well, there's there's the no interest. Dick, find beer. No, no, Dick, sit down. There's um. Dick, already gone. Just, uh, <laughs> what, what, what do we what do we what do we call it? Handrels. Um. Ooh. I think you just call it the handrels. It's, uh, yeah, we call it handrels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there is handrels, I suppose, um, that he could find his way to. But t- Tommy's just going to put his, well, put his feet up a bit and be like, hey, t- "Table service in my own fortress. I could get used to this." <laughs> Are we just <sighs> letting him go? I'm, I'm saying I'm, the same I'm, character. <laughs> I'll say well, I mean, Emmerich uh, turns to Captain Andrew and says, "Why don't you show Dick to the tavern, and you get the." The non too subtle implication of keep a fucking eye on this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to follow him. I think, I think I, I'm, I'm interested in finding out a little bit more about the um, what's been going on because um, when we did arrive, they said they had quite a bit to fill us in on. So um, yeah, we, we've we filled them in on what we've what we know now. Um, at least, at least, kind of to a relatively high level, anyway. Yeah. So I mean, if Dick leaves with Captain Andrew and a couple of guards, will go with him and escort him kindly to the tavern um <laughs> they will start filling you in um jewels will sort of pipe up with this and just go so quite a bit has happened since you left would you like the good news the bad news or the mixed news Ooh. uh let's uh let's let's go let's let's give it a bad news sandwich shall we let's uh, let's start <laughs> with a mixed we'll go with a bad and then we'll end with the good <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 fi- I feel like I'm a, I'm a manager now, so I've got to start thinking in those. Uh... <laughs> okay, well, uh, the mixed news was that about five days ago we had an influx of people who seemed to wish to pledge themselves to Lysandra's temple. Um, there was a little bit of tension, as I must admit, they seemed of a disreputable sort, and the temple was quite loud through the evening and some citizens were complaining of certain things that they may have witnessed. The mixed part of it is that none of those people are here anymore as Lysandra left a couple of days ago. She and those who had decided to follow her, they loaded up some caravans and left without an argument. I must admit we didn't try to stop them. I don't think we could have if we wanted to. Well, that's uh... That's some good news, I think. I think I'll take that as good rather than mixed. What did they take? Emmerich sort of shoots her a look and goes, I did an inspection of the temple. As I wanted to find the map, I could not see the map, so either they took it with them or destroyed it. Luckily, of course, we gave you a copy. So apart from the value lost there, what was truly disturbing was what we found in the back room of the temple. It's looked like a butcher's shop that hadn't been cleaned out for weeks, and I'm pretty confident that it wasn't just animal carcasses in there. Oh. Which brings us on to the bad news, I think. Tommy, do you remember I told you that some people had gone missing actually before we'd been attacked? Yeah, you did mention that, yeah. Yes. um, We sent out a few scouts, a couple of guards, and some citizens to forage and check the the local lands to see if there was anything that we could set up in terms of 
animal husbandry, farming, things like that, become a bit more self-sufficient. As we got near the forest, my guards spotted wolves digging at the ground. We got close and the wolves scattered, but one of them spotted what seemed to be an arm sticking up, something that had been gnawed on. We dug and it seems we stumbled across some shallow graves. And for those that we recognized, we realized they were our own citizens. I conducted interviews with the people and to see if anyone could fill us in on these people's disappearance. The only bit of information I managed to gather was that Rogar had been seen entering one of their homes the night before we found out they'd disappeared. They didn't think of anything at the time. Obviously, with yourselves, Rogar technically owns this place if he wants to go visit someone that's his own business. It's only in light of us knowing that these people didn't just run away or die in the attack that it casts suspicion. Well, at this point, I think um, I think our eyes are being somewhat opened to uh, some of the activities that Rogar's been uh, been up to. Uh, Jules nods and then goes, uh, yes, and uh, there was only one strange thing with the cultists, I guess we can call them now. <laughs> only one strange thing with the cultists leaving. Um, one of the caravans they took was quite large, and it was covered completely so that we couldn't see inside. I know one of the guards attempted to find out whether they were trying to steal things, and Lysandra forced him to back off. He'll recover eventually. Broken arm is not something you just laugh off, but I don't think there was much we could have done to stop them. But that caravan, I must admit, worried me quite a bit. Mm. So anybody else missing, apart from cultists? Or those that were in Rogar's little congregation. You haven't seen Martin, have you? Emmerich shakes his head at that and goes, No, we've not seen Martin, but whether he left with the cult and we didn't spot him, I best guess. When I inspected the temple, I did wonder, as I didn't see him leaving, but there was that dwarf, the crippled one that Lysandra tended to. I didn't see him either. Last I saw, he still couldn't walk. So, I doubt he just wandered off. I think his name was Balin. Yeah, I think that rings a bell. He was, uh, she seemed to be looking after him. Seemed, um, I don't know, somewhat out of character. She didn't seem like the um, good Samaritan type of cleric. Wasn't, didn't Martin, wasn't Martin setting up something? In the basement? In the basement, in the cellars, yeah. Has anyone been down there to have a look? Jules nods and goes, yes, he um, put in a request for a, a lover a rather large stone uh, brazier to presumably burn things in. I'm not entirely certain what he was intending with that. It was built and delivered, but he's, as far as we know, he's not returned here to use it. Yeah, he kind of left in the middle of the night from our party, so um, we're just wondering if he'd, I don't know, decided to come here quicker than us. He seemed to be um, getting a shift on. Seems like... The more we found out about Rogar, the more we found out about Martin and Lissandra, it all seems like they're in on something together. And that something they're in together relies on the heart in the mountains. Probably has something to do with that black star in the sky that's always over us. And very probably has something to do 
with the well we know has something to do with all the orcs and gnolls about certainly they were pulling the strings behind them possibly has something to do with it even with the dome over varadin definitely you can almost attribute everything that's been going wrong to something that they were serving in league with whether they knew all the details or not at the time suffice to say the um i think we can all agree Sophia, that uh they and their cult are no longer welcome. That's and the should, understatement of a year. And should they return, be treated immediately as hostile. Agreed. Emmerich and Jules both nodded that. They're perfectly happy to enforce that rule. Yeah. You said, did we have good news? Yeah, you, we, 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 we were leaving that little nugget in good news to the end. So go on, let's have it. Huh, yes, um, on the good news front... Um, it seems our traders got on quite well. There are some packages for you both, um, just in your rooms. On top of that, they were also able to fulfill our recruitment request um, that you have seen. I'm sure the new guards manning the walls. We managed to um, recruit 30 new guardsmen and five, essentially, sergeants to lead detachments. On top of that, I don't know if you see this entirely as good news, but... We managed to bring in some additional refugees that weren't part of um, Rogar's cult recruitment. In fact, we have, excluding the guards, we probably have about 28 people living here now. So it's a positive in some ways. At least people think this place can protect them. Well, it's good. got, got good solid walls and with enough uh, spears behind the uh, battlements, I think we'll, uh, we stand a fair shout anyway. That's good. Um, I get, I expect... After the fall of Aradin, if people have made it this far, we might get a few more as well. Well, word's going to spread. I suppose. Suppose saying put them to work is probably not the not a uh, not the nicest way to put it. But if we can find, you know, things for them to do, guild people. Yeah, if we've got anyone of um, any skills or just general, we're going to need crops. We're going to have to start um, providing. We can't do it all just through trading. We're going to have to have some kind of sufficiency ourselves. Yeah, Jules nods to that. Just, yes, we've um, been trying to organise people as best we can. We now have regular scouting and hunting parties to bring in additional food, and we've been testing the land for uh, setting up some sort of farming. Unfortunately, it is quite cold up here, but do what we can on that front. Um, I know some of the new recruits are just craftsmen, so hopefully they'll be setting up shops and we'll get a bit of a trade economy going here. Good, good. Did the uh, did the traders manage to find any information about um, any clerics nearby? Uh, they said that, well, Henshala has quite a number of temples and uh, priestly orders. Um, it seems that none of them were willing to make the trip out here, with everything being as dangerous as it is. So unfortunately, not too much on that front. Uh, any uh, any nearby that we could, you know, a few days away? I feel like... Um, Sophia's afflictions particularly and mine as well are rather affecting <laughs> day to day activities <laughs> judgment is a good <laughs> word yeah <laughs> and um, Solara chops and goes yeah I don't feel great either to be honest um, very lightheaded. feels like perhaps uh, yeah we could maybe we need to see I mean where's the nearest nearest settlement that might have a temple the nearest settlements, unfortunately, you kind of already went to the closest ones, which was uh, Bloodhome and 
Milshire. The next thing would be making a trip all the way to the closest city, which is where your traders went to. How long did it take them to? It took them about four or five days to make the trip there. Oh, no, sorry. It took them about three days to make the trip there and then back. Okay, and is that in the opposite direction of... Um, yeah, if you look on your... Yes, it is. Well, yeah. opposite. It's to the west of where you guys are, effectively. Okay. Whereas the uh, the heart and the mountain range is all to the north. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Because it would, it would be quite handy <laughs> to see if we can see about... Um... Yeah, dealing with this before we have to... Um fight anything else yeah okay well um good to know anyway is there any any other news anything else we need to know about uh no that is pretty much it when they've kind of done filling you in there that's pretty much all the goings-ons um as i say your new gear is in your uh, rooms oh the only other thing is that they mention is uh though martin didn't have anything delivered to the dungeon rogar ordered something that is in a chest that they moved to the dungeon because it seemed a bit worrying. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Uh okay. Uh I might go and have a look and see what Shall we shall we all is. go? Should we go and have a look and then um and then I might head to uh might head to Handrules, follow Dick in and uh go get myself a pint as well. Um but yeah, let's go find out what Rogar ordered. <laughs> I mean, if it's on Prime we can always get it to um, like refunded. Yeah, true. <laughs> Um, okay well I mean you guys can go down to the uh, what is effectively your dungeon which is where they put this chest and go see what he ordered so you make your way downstairs and in one of the cells that the door has been closed and locked on you see inside a large black iron chest that has been basically chained and padlocked and Emmerich has given you the key when you went downstairs if you wish to approach it um, <laughs> do I want to open this? How bad is it? I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll should, open should it. Should we do a check on it or something? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. Yeah, fine. I'll, do, I'll do an investigation check on it. Uh, give me just give me a second. Uh, a twenty-two. Hey. Uh, twenty-two. You give the chest a good look over. You see the the padlock seems to be a standard, pretty secure-looking padlock. It would be a little difficult to pick the lock on, but you have the key, so you don't need to. You don't see any obvious traps or anything particularly hidden about this. Okay, well, I'll um, I'll crack it open and um, very very gingerly lift the lid. When you take uh, the padlock off, almost like it was just dying to get out, the chest seems to shake by itself for a second and the lid flips open and a soft wafting of fog comes out the inside of the chest and sort of dissipates on the ground around you and when you look inside you see a single item a short sword with a slightly yellowed blade and looks like feathers just at the hilt hmm um, why without... were you scared of this? Sorry? Why, why were they scared of this? Well, it just opened the chest by itself, Sophia. Fucking yeah. chest open, and there's fog in the room now. I mean, it, it, either it's the most fucking dramatic like, box you can buy. 
Yeah, it's the box. It's not actually the sword. Yeah, exactly. hilarious. He, he paid extra for the fancy box that they go with <laughs> the bang and fog pours out. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, uh, okay. A dice was rolled. Mm -hmm. um, uh, 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 okay, uh, I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> I'm going to have a look. At, that well, was a... Yeah. And... and uh, Without, without without touching the dagger, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it and see if I can gather what it might be. Do you have any idea? Um, sorry, what are you trying to do? You uh, without without, without touching it, I'm gonna see if I can gather what it might be or what it might do. Um, just looking at it, I mean, it looks like a, a pretty nicely crafted short sword. Um, I'm gonna ask Solara to have a look at it. I mean, With, yeah. if you could do an arcana I, 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 I check or why, something. I don't know why, but like, I don't know. This this. <laughs> An arcana check wouldn't hurt, would it? No. Sure, I mean, she can go up to it and she very gingerly picks the blade up and starts to do a check. 14. Um, she looks it over, turns it around in her hands a few times, then goes, sort of shakes her head like, this, this can't... No, I, I refuse. This can't be what I think it is. Okay. What do you think it is? Humorous. Sidara, humorous. She takes the sword and taps the blade on the ground just in front of your feet, Sophia, and two ducks appear. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> All right, Mutley, what have you ordered? He ordered a very silly sword with a fancy box. <laughs> <laughs> it is the sword of summoning ducks. It's, uh, it's just an uncommon short sword that has three charges, and when you spend one of the charges, you summon d6 ducks. <laughs> and how many... How much did this cost? <laughs> it cost him about 850 Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Was this your kid's idea, Bungle? No, no, this is something I found. And just thought, I just said to Cooks and Cooks, and I want this, can I buy this? And he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so how, how often do the charges repeat? No, why does it matter, Matt? Is it every day? It's every day. Who <laughs> right, cares? Can I have the sword? No, she, why? She hands it to you. I mean, it solves your food problem, I suppose. Exactly. And, and you never know when you want, might want to send ducks at someone. What if someone casts a spell on us, right? And, we're, and, and we end up really, really small. <laughs> and we have to cross a lake. On another You're, boat duck. We don't have another boat because we use the boat. So now we float across on the backs of small ducks. It's perfect. <laughs> and ducks can be vicious, you know. Oh. That's, that's, that's like, <laughs> that's like, you know, one, one D four's worth of damage, maybe. <laughs> the duck just sort of quacks at you, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like four hundred and twenty-five. Gold's worth of duck. <laughs> no, there's no. You see, the beauty of it is there's infinite ducks. 
do, do the ducks disappear after 24 hours when the charges come back? No. Seems to be a perfectly normal living duck. Wow. <laughs> Stop Ducks it, Matt. Everywhere. Don't make me come in there and hit you. That's, hang on. That's, that's, that's D6 worth of ducks, right? Three times a day, right? So many ducks. Well, food problem is sorted. I like duck. And <laughs> right, You guys duck. are going to have the greatest duck farm ever. <laughs> Black Cross Fortress will be just full of... Uh, duck recipes, you got duck pancakes, pecan duck, fair or whatever you want to go with. <laughs> Anyone that's Filipino can have some bullet. Oh, God. Mm. Not bullet. No. I don't like to speak ill of other people's cultures, food, but but bullet, no. It's it's <laughs> a, a eaten fertilised duck egg. Oh. You want to eat a duck fetus? That's bullet. Wow. Well, there now you go. can. Yeah, yeah, now we can. Have you tried it? No, bloody Matt. hell, no! No, I haven't tried. I haven't tried the, the 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 weird like duck fetus. I mean, there's some, something wrong about eating a fetus of any animal. Yeah, I suppose. You I know, don't it's... like eggs. I don't like eggs, so I won't eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's um, yeah, ducks everywhere. It'd be perfect. Yeah, that's what Rogo spends his money on. Uh, oh my god, dude. I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> there we are with all this trepidation. Like, oh shit, what's he got? What's he got? <laughs> I, I I must admit, when he messaged it to me, I only agreed to it because I knew in my mind that I could set this up that he ordered something horrifying. <laughs> just to fuck with you. <laughs> you see, you see, yeah, but we still like to treat it with caution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can just imagine the look on Slara's face when she realizes what it is. It's like, dickhead. <laughs> See, to, to, Tommy's genuinely pleased. It, 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 it sparks joy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're feeling low, just get some ducks out. I think just... you now randomly have two ducks running around in your basement. Oh well, we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll scoop them up. Um, do we have a pond nearby? We can just pop them in. <laughs> sure, you can find frozen, a pond. It's a frozen fortress. It's going to be icy. Yeah, I might have thought. <laughs> Wait a minute. This one's Donald, and this one's <laughs> Daffy. Daffy, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. And the next one's Quackers, and then we start to run out of names. <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. yeah. We're going <laughs> to end up with like Gerald the Duck. And <laughs> Hermione got a little bit of running time. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I suppose there there are a few famous ducks out there. <laughs> there but yes, that is uh, your purchases. So, um, <laughs> next up, you're going to the pub. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think so. I'm, I might, I might, I might like after after a few jars, I might summon a duck on Dick's head for lols. <laughs> Uh, if you're doing that, Solara will kind of bid you guys um, good night because she is feeling awful and wants to see if sleeping in a proper bed helps out. Um, can I try? I know this is probably isn't going to work, but a lesser restoration on her just because it worked on me. I probably would have been trying a load of things on the way home. Sure, I mean you can attempt a lesser restoration. I'm guessing it doesn't work. No, I mean if you you summon your. Uh, prayers to Kalembor and you see that slightly grey radiant light fall upon Solara but doesn't seem to do anything. She kind of just smiles at you weakly and goes oh, it's, uh, you know, with a shot. Yeah, I will think of something 
Um, maybe it's worth um, maybe it's worth quizzing the um, the traders. Are, are any of them back? Are they still back at the moment, or have they gone back out again? Um, they would have gone back out again because they're starting to try to set up actual like economy here, so you guys don't have to okay. constantly do things. Obviously, you can leave instructions for more things to be picked up in that. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It, it, it feels like it might be worth us. You know, we, we've got pressing matters, but sooner rather than later, trying to uh, trying to find someone who can help. I don't know if. Well, it, it appeared that um, uh, arcane magic couldn't help very much, didn't it? Mm-hmm. When we were already so so, perhaps perhaps the only option is um, healing. But then is it? As we, I think we understood it was a curse, didn't we? So there's, there's limits to what we can do, really. Yeah. Some sort of fey curse or enchantment, but the way it works with the fey, from what Oswald told you, it's like a, it's like a deal. Like she's agreed to something, and this is the the forfeit. So getting that undone, well, it will be quite difficult. You don't know the exact ins and outs of it, but I mean, the per- best person to question would be Nahar, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, well, thinking back a long, 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 long way, we rescued a hag, didn't we? Yeah. We did. I don't know if she might be. Pre-pod. Yeah, she might be of, um, have any, any more information because hags curse, don't they? Mm-hmm. That might be something to investigate. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, uh, time for a brew, I think. Okay. Well, uh, the rest of you, I guess, uh, head out to uh, Handrels, where everybody knows your name, and go for a few drinks. They better know our name. We gave <laughs> them a load of gold and shit. Yeah. Rescued yeah. them. You do see some new faces in there that you don't recognize, but those who uh, do recognize you greet you warmly, set you up with a few drinks. You see, uh, I assume, Dick, you're already sat in there at a, at a, at a uh, table just drinking your fill. Yeah. Andrew and some guards are sat not too far away from Dick, pointedly not drinking. But uh, yeah, that's the scene you're greeted to as you enter into your tavern. I might, I might catch up with Andrew a second. I know he's he's effectively on duty, um, but just to see how he's finding his new role. Yeah, I mean, he'll um, fill you in on the, the trainings he's been running and trying to get used to this. He's like, well, um, it's it's very difficult, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, pressures of additional command, but... I think the new recruits are looking good, and actually I'm quite impressed with some of the uh, skills of the people we've recruited, so fingers crossed if we are attacked again, we'll be a bit more prepared. Excellent, good. Uh, glad to hear it. I guess um, we're looking at any sort of specialisations in the troop front, or is it going to be kind of a mix- mixed um, combined arms affair? Well, I think uh, most of them will make solid guardsmen. With uh, You'll have training with... Um, melee and ranged attacks we've obviously got a few of them already set up with crossbows and bows watching on the uh, ramparts emmerich was speaking to some of the traders about trying to get funds diverted to bringing in some anti-siege equipment we can start actually manning our uh, towers with i think he had the idea of some uh, ballistas or something of that ilk if we can get those brought in to the uh, fortress then we'll have to divert a few people who might have the know-how to run those things are we good? Yeah. I mean, you missed some of the. Well, I think you were there for most of the information we gave, so you're well aware that at least the uh, gnolls and orcs are scattered into the winds a little bit. Although the orcs perhaps more organised than the gnolls, uh, I don't think we got too much to worry from them, at least on that front for a while. The uh, the cultists, however, I don't know. I don't think they're likely to come with siege equipment, but you never know. 
Yeah, I know. Andrew's face looks a bit pale when you mention that. And he goes, yes, I am. I was with Emmerich when we inspected the temple. It was honestly quite a grim affair. We had to keep any civilians away from it. We didn't want to. I didn't want to panic them, frankly. Yeah, no, I can I can appreciate that. And then, like I say, I mean, I feel kind of responsible in some ways because, yeah, as I say, we were, we were pretty much turning a blind eye to what Rogar was up to. After all, he'd had our back in every fight we've been in. He still probably would to this day. But uh, his plans, perhaps, were not what we would hope for. And his methods, yeah. I've done some bad stuff in my time. I don't don't deny it. But um, some of the things he was into, horrifying. Yeah, Andrew sort of nods and shakes his head a little bit and goes, yes, I suppose. Well, I don't know. It's hard to trust people, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, glad to see you doing a good job, and I see you're on duty, so I'll um, I'll leave you to it. Although, um, honestly, I I I get where Emmerich's fears come from with a gent over there, but um, I wouldn't worry too much. He's um, he doesn't seem to be um, too much of a threat, but you know, you you do your job. I'll just stand in your way. And he gives you a bit of a curt nod. Goes, yes, he appears to be mostly harmless, though. I don't think the citizens take well to him. Uh, being pantsless but yeah I, I, I don't know if that's cultural or what but yeah i've um it doesn't seem inclined to put any on uh, sure people get used to it yeah i kind of i kind of nod to him and i'll i'll head over i don't know um i kind of want to talk to sophia a little bit and i want to talk to um talk to dick as well sure well i mean yes. that's how you guys want to sort of spend your evening go for it yeah, I just I kind of I think I wanted to go back to Sophia about the um, kind of proposal I gave her before, not that not that way. Mm-hmm. Um, about helping um, helping me find um, Valmin. So you know I mentioned about that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I I can see that whatever's affecting Solara might be more urgent than that, and it might be something we can tie into our um, our own kind of weird feelings where we're yeah lacking some wisdom on occasion. So maybe that falls in. It's maybe something we can do before. But look, I I need to find my mate. And if you want to come with me, I'm more than happy to do whatever it is you need. But I don't. I his life is on the line right now. And right, I think right. honestly, so are you proposing that we deal with Rogar, then go see Valmin. I'm proposing. Yeah, we. As much as I want to go and rescue him right now, I think what's going on with um right here perhaps has more global effects. But after after we're done here, then at my next portal call will be Valmin. I just want you to if we ever go near Nahar we hear a whisper, if there's any update on anything that concerns David or Solara's memories or that we will reevaluate. Okay. But the you know, I guess David, but he's well, as you know, he made his bed. Valmin's yeah. Valmin's there against his will. Yeah, now, I, I I get that, I get that, but he's still important to me. And I get that too. So we'll make a deal. Valmin is our next target, but as you say, if more information comes along, if we can well, make if, this... if Solaris cure was is in within reaching distance i'm yeah. gonna go for it you know that right 
I get that. Cards on the table. Okay, and well, that's that's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm offering as well. I, I, you, a lot of stuff's come to light about Rogar. Now we need to trust each other, and if we don't, then we've got nothing. I agree. We were uh, started out the three of us as allies of convenience, and yeah, I can. I think we're friends now. Yeah. Kind of, um, kind of, kind of give, give you a smile. Don't do that. That's scary. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. Get me a you, pint instead. You try. No, uh, see if we've got any elvish wine. Elvish wine. Yeah. That's that noble in you, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go see. Um, Dick, do you need another? And I'll um, mime a drink. Yes, young friend. Dick, Dick, have more. Dick, wake. Dick, wait for open mic. Dick. Dick, go up to the stage. <laughs> Dick, like it here. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we have a stage? <laughs> Dick, God, I don't even know if you have a stage. I'm just demanding the open mic night. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll get everyone a drink. Do, we, do, they, do they have Elvish wine? They have actually stocked up a little bit. They put in an order with your traders as well. So they, they have some Elvish wine. It's not the best stuff. In fact, you're not certain if it might just be a knockoff or mostly water, but <laughs> they have something that they're calling uh, <laughs> something they're calling elvish wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 kind of vaguely red, red in color. It's it's in a wine glass. Hmm. Yeah. Is it in a wine glass though? Is I mean, it not just in a tumbler. <laughs> it's in a wine glass. It's not the cleanest. <laughs> It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. Hey, Sophia's not the cleanest. It's fine. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, she, 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 she's more likely to put more muck on the glass by picking it up. Um, You're not wrong. <laughs> just a dick. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll kind of motion to her to we'll, we'll, we'll go over and sit with Dick. And um, so, look, mate, uh, I think uh, I think you're in with us now. So, apart from uh, obviously, Emmerich's got a few uh, few misgivings. I get that, but uh, I think we've. Uh, I think you should be all right. So. I mean, we've got our map. We know we need to go. We'll stock up here for a day or so. Is there anything you want to do here? We've already told you about what we've got. Dick, um, Dick, not not so sure. He, uh, Dick, Dick, not in with people. Dick, uh, Dick, his own person. Dick, 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 you guys do what you need to do. Um, Dick, Dick, friend. That, that, that right, that right word. Um. Dick, so, uh, yes, um, Dick, uh, you know, Dick not really have money, and Dick needs stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, come here, do you want to see a magic trick? And then I, I, I give him a duck. <laughs> just, 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 just pull out, a, pull out a, a short sword and bonk him on the head and a duck appears. Yeah. <laughs> It's on his head. Dick, Dick is confused by this and takes the duck off his head and uh, is now staring out the duck. Noble creature. Dick like, dick like creature. Dick keep this. It's called, yeah. a, it's called it's a duck. Now. It's called Dick's duck. Dick suck. Dick, dick like this. Ha 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 ha. Dick like this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> dick, 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 dick. 
and Dick's duck. Yes. Uh, and Dick is now holding the duck under his arm. Um, <laughs> Dick and duck. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a spin-off. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Dick needs stuff. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. I, I, okay. Well, I mean, I've just, just, I've known Sophia here for quite some time. We've just kind of agreed we're friends. But, um, yeah, you can be a friend too. <laughs> <laughs> See um, if you can barter the duck. Well, let's uh, well, actually, we do need some food. But what do you <laughs> need, Dick? I mean, you've got a sword, you've got a shield, you've got a brand new axe, which I uh, gave you. Um, what, else, what else do you need, mate, before we, uh, before we go and try and sort this out? Dick have... Uh... Well, you see what Dick have. Dick have. Uh, yes, unfortunately, Dick unfortunately, have, Dick have shield. Dick. Unfortunately, everyone sees what you I have. Axe. Um, can we find him a backpack? Would you wear a backpack? No, no, uh, Dick. Uh, Dick find uh, restrictive. And uh, where would Dick put shield? Shield on Dick back. Okay. Um... So, uh, well, what what Dick really need is uh, Dick, a fanny uh, pack. Upgrade, upgrade, dear Dick, upgrade Dick. So Dick, uh, hard, and, uh, you know, Dick strong. Uh, yeah, well, you mean you need a better sword and a better shield, is that right? <laughs> well, if you can provide such things, uh, Dick will, Dick will look, Dick will look, Dick, uh, grow, Dick grow attached to these things, you know. Uh, but, you know, um... Dick will look. Dick, 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 not know what you have. <laughs> well, you can, you can have a look down in the armory, see what we've got. Um, you can have your pick of anything that's not needed by the guards, or, yeah, feel free to have a look. But, uh, so, so what are you referring to, then? Um, I mean, you already seem to be um, semi-hard. So, what else do you need? Dick, uh, no, Dick, Dick, go to armory. That's, uh, that uh, intrigued Dick. Dick also uh, want potion, maybe. Dick, uh, Dick don't really do magic, but Dick, uh, Dick could use potion. We've got a few. We suppose we can uh, share them around a bit. Just looking, I've got two full plate armor. He's not going to wear armor. No, he's not. Uh, he doesn't. It's actually uh, better for him if he doesn't. And yeah. Short sword. Oh no! You've lost all the things that you stole as trophies. Yeah. No, I've still got my trophies. Yeah, I mean, no. Well, but... I, I suppose actually, um, I I do have a gorgon horn that he could wear as a cod piece if he likes. <laughs> I've got mantic claws. Um, Dick, Dick, no wear clothes. What you not get? <laughs> just, just saying. Dick, 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 come look for Montel. You say you refugees. Dick, Dick, need to find Montel. Ooh, I have a ring of fire resistance. And I have um, some boots of cold as well, which I'm not wearing. It might be quite good, actually, if you're up in the frozen mountains naked, <laughs> save for a duster. Dick, Dick can wear shoes. Dick, Dick take shoes. Dick take ring too. Dick, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dick, Dick, uh, Dick, Dick take these things. I have, I, I, I have a kind of mental image of Tommy and Sophia just kind of patting their pockets and looking yeah. through the, you know, <laughs> as Dick's asking, yeah. Dick's there asking for a handout, and we're like, um, I've, I've, got <laughs> I mean, I've already, already get really given you the, the the main thing, which was the axe. So yeah, 
I will give you two healing potions. Um, if you have pockets for them. He has a belt. I've just bought these, which I will give you. And I will give you a crisp high five. Last <laughs> <laughs> of the big spenders, Tommy. <laughs> Look, man, I gave him an axe, all right? <laughs> I loaned fact, him that axe is probably worth like two grand or something. So, you know. Yes. L- loaned him an axe. Mm. We, 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 we may need it back if we have to make friends with some orcs at some stage in the future. Mm. Mm, maybe. Okay. Dick, uh, Dick, uh, Dick, uh, Dick, question. Dick, uh, Dick, now have, now have friend, duck, but, uh, sword mate, duck. Do you need sword? Can Dick have sword? You want, you want the duck sword? Well, Dick likes sword. Yeah, yeah me too. Do you need to be attuned to it? No. Okay, just just double checking because that'd be funny uh, as fuck. Look, mate. Yeah, we've uh, we've gone out on a bit of a limb for you here, being friends and stuff. And while uh, while we've uh, furnished you with some nice equipment, you may yeah, you may look at the sword. I kind of gingerly hand the sword to him. Can I roll a d6? I'm rolling a d6. Okay. How many ducks will get? Four ducks! <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, all three charges used today, then, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah. You, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't roll, technically. No. Well, I, 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 think, I think it's more thematic if just one appears on his head. Though, yeah. So yeah. yeah. I think we'll go with that. So how many ducks have we got in total now? So we've seven. got seven ducks. There's now seven ducks total, four of which are wandering around this bar table. <laughs> seven out of eight a possible 18 uh yeah looks like ducks back on the menu boys i <laughs> i i hold my hand out to for dick to give me the sword back now uh yeah that's 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 all it can do for today yeah dick's gonna hand the sword back he literally just wanted to create more, more dogs. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah tommy tommy's tommy's gonna ha- secrete the sword away somewhere about his personage <laughs> lovely <laughs> not like that <laughs> just, 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 just put just... it next to the bagger of da- um, the bagger of doll <laughs> bagger of doll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put those uh, those two next to each other it's going to be a big mistake when you pull out the wrong one at the wrong time <laughs> uh, okay so yeah, this is how you're spending your evening. I think it's uh, ducks and drinks and uh, bonding a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah, we're 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 trying to get to know each other. I don't know if we're going to find out much more about Dick than we already have from the journey, but I think yeah, we we'll just just chat, bond, um, have a few more drinks, and yeah, um, just just enjoy the fact that we're actually in a fairly pleasant place for once. <laughs> Fair enough. So. I mean, you spend your evenings having a uh, a nice time, actually getting to know each other, drinking, laughing, bonding. I don't, in your own way, I think sometimes even mourning a little bit your fallen comrade, even though the more you learn about him, the more it uh, worries you how much of a blind eye you actually turned. But it's not always best to remember those times when you're uh, in this odd position that you are right now. And yeah, I guess that is... The evening coming to a close and as you guys are doing this we are going to move over 
to Solara, who is in her bedroom in the castle. And she's sat on her bed with her legs crossed and she's got her hands in front of herself and she's just whispering, come on, come on, this, this should work. Come on, just, just, just do it, just do it. And you watch as a few little sparks appear between her hands and then fade to nothing. And we watch some tears roll down her eyes as it appears her magic is gone. Shit. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fucked. Oh, man, that's brutal. Fuck's sake. <laughs> that's fucking brutal. What is this? Fun times. Uh, we we get more and more. We get more and more limited to melee attacks by the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we we can do range non-magical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh dear. Hmm. Well, I hope you have um, scaled future bosses accordingly. See, this is the new information that will make us go fix Alara first. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll get right on that. What's the plan of action? What the fuck are we doing? Fix Alara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fix Alara, who doesn't know what happened to us, so we have no clue. Yep. Yep. Fix Alara. Like, yeah, literally, the only clue we have is the coin in your pocket. And uh, these two fingers. Oh man, that's like vampires and shit. Yeah, welcome. To, yeah, and, and Rogo was the only one who knew anything about it. Yeah, and he's dead. Yep, super dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead. He's around. Well, what, well. what was what was once Rogar is around still. We're gonna call him Drogar. <laughs> Drogar. Yeah. Dragon Rogar. That fits. That's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Instead of calling him Rogar, but he's not Rogar, is he? No, he's Drogar. He's Drogar. Drogar. Yeah. Uh, it has been well, coined. <laughs> it has. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And uh, if you wish to support our show, go to patreon.com slash gtmp, which you will find multiple tiers on there that you can uh, give a little back if you think we deserve it, and you'll get access to our Discord server and a few other little bonuses, depending on what tiers you go for. We also have a uh, Twitter account, if you wish to chat to us on there. I am at treasonno, and my players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it. And we also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder, Trees, and No Plot. So go check them out for some background information, lore, and such things. And I will hand you over to our, my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. Um, so, this week, time for something different. It's Astic! And, uh... Hello, my name is Dick Fate, your Agni Ant for Varadin. We have a question here from a fellow who doesn't give his name, perhaps because he's a fool. <laughs> Dear Dick, greetings from the bubble. My wife brought home some dogs just before the lockdown. Unfortunately, 
They are not dogs, but kobolds. Oh dear. They keep going on about a party cave, and recently sacrificed the Owens boy to something called the Spater. What should I do? Well, no name. Writer in. You should kill those kobolds. And you should then serve them to the parents of the Owens boy, as this will make him like you again. <laughs> as as became the case, it becomes rather difficult to follow. Uh, <laughs> Nevertheless, I will try. Particularly as um, someone, well, Flo suggested a an idea for something that um, Tommy could do next. Uh, following on with the alphabet trend, we've done weapons. Now we're on to spells. Yeah, spells. Who thought this was a fucking good idea, eh? <laughs> right, so, Tommy's big book of fucking spells. Alright, and we'll start with the letter A, which um, turns out, when you look for all the spells, there's a fucking load of spells all beginning with the letter A. Everything from turning yourself into something else, or a self, making friends with animals. You know, we want to do that. Um, even fucking animating the dead. But... I found a nice, interesting one for you. So this is Ab- A is for Abby Dalzim's Orid Wilting. I thought that one sounds like a cracker because you know, you know, you, so, so, some some dickheads all up in your face, and you make his Johnson not work anymore. Perfect, you know, case the old melty men. Turns out it's not exactly what I thought. Um, no, turns out that Abby Dalzim's Orid Wilting is in fact well. I say nastier than that. I suppose there's not actually an awful lot of things nastier than them giving a man the case of the melties. But um, instead, you uh, draw the moisture from every creature in a 30-foot cube centered on a point you choose within range. Each creature in that area must make a constitution saving throw. Constructs and undead aren't affected, and plants and water elementals make this saving throw with disadvantage. A creature takes... 12 d8 necrotic damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one that's fucking brutal imagine he just sucks the fucking life out of you like blood bending nah that shit can fucking jog on a fucking eight wizards that it yeah I don't know where you end and Tommy starts, to be honest. Um, I don't hate wizards that much. Not that much? No. <laughs> and uh, with me, we are on version three of the big things that can kill you. Now, I've, what have I done so far? Air Elemental, Aracocca, bird folk people. So this time it's Ankeg which resemble an enormous, many-legged insect. Its long antenna twitch in response to any movement around it. Its legs end in sharp hooks adapted for burrowing and grasping prey. Its pan- powerful mandibles can snap a tree in half. Ankeg's can see in the pitch darkness as well as detect vibrations in the earth up to 60 feet away. So do not fart in its presence. Yes, we love Ankeg's, don't we? Yeah. All I could think of was farting for some reason. 
Oh, I like well, sticking a horde of uh, angry ank eggs on you all. That was fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> I probably was farting at the time, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. That is why. Yeah, don't fart. There Sophia has learned that the hard way. Yes. See? All good. <laughs> well then, once again, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Uncle is muted. See ya. Hey, I'm Brad, and if you like D&D, and fantasy stories with lots of magic, adventure, strange beasts, and oddball characters, and comedians with New Zealand accents, then oh boy, have I got just the show for you. The Fate of Ison is a podcast that has, wait for it, all of those things. Remember those things I mentioned? It's got all of them! Now go listen to The Fate of Ison because it's good and you deserve good things. Fate of Ison, a proud member of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.